Good morning. It's good to have you here on this uh, beautiful day that the Lord has made. I uh, just wanted to uh, let you know um, there's something exciting. Wednesday. Do you know what Wednesday is? Third day of the week. Well, yes, it's the third day of the week. It's going to be 47 degrees. It's actually going to warm up. Yes. Well, it's 18 right now, so I think that would be more exciting. Look, anything over 32, this Georgia boy gets excited. And so, 47, really, you're just not in... Okay, so I, so I get happy about other little things, okay? So, anyway, it's good to have you here. And those who are watching uh, on Zoom, we're glad that you're a part of our service. Uh, a couple of uh, announcements uh, along with everything else that is going on during the week, I uh, wanted to, to give you a heads up. In May, May 21st, uh, we are doing a spring-summer clothing giveaway. 
It's going to be in Fellowship Hall, and we're going to have coffee and punch and cookies. And um, we're going to, this is actually from the mission support team. And so what we're hoping is that everyone who is, um, everyone part of the church, that you would help out with this. Um, This is kind of just helping those in need. And so wanting to let you know, we're going to be putting this in the newsletter in, in if you have not been receiving a, a newsletter in the last two weeks, we have not put one out, uh, but we will this week. So get that on your uh, schedule. Uh, any other announcement, Jean? Okay, Lenten breakfast, this is LCCM's Lenten breakfast that they have every year, March, 20, March 26, um, $15 for the tickets, and it goes to support a, a, a good cause. Uh, what time is the breakfast? Have they ever thought about doing like a brunch? <laughs> just, I mean, just for those who... Okay, a little bit more, but we'll we'll get there. Absolutely, and and it's supposed to be a really good breakfast and uh, a good speaker, and so uh, look for that, and we'll put that information in the newsletter this week as well. Any other any other announcements? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we begin this day praising you, and so Lord, now guide us. God is so that we can serve you, praise you, and give you all the glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. There I am.
You may be seated. Thank you, praise team. As we go to this time of prayer concern and praises, I do want to have just one uh, announcement. Uh, Bible study is now, uh, we have finished the book of Luke, and so tonight at 6.30, we are uh, looking at the book of John uh, chapter 6. It's what I've uh, preached on, but we're looking at things that have happened before and after, and so if you want to be a part of that, uh, come at 6.30 tonight. And might I add that we have pizza uh, on the first Sunday of, so, right? We, pizza, right? Yes. Um, Rich uh, supports us by uh, bringing us pizza, um, and uh, it's really good pizza, right? Yes. And the, and the teaching, oh my goodness. Rich is going into the sermon for the next month. So as we come to this time of uh, prayer and uh, praises, um, we want to remember uh, this time uh, my cousin who is in the Ukraine. Um, He is part of the uh, Ukrainian army. He's also a missionary there. Uh, The family, um, Kathy's actual cousin, uh, they're back in the States. Uh, They have dual citizenship, Ukraine and American, but with everything that's going on in Russia, we want to lift Oleg up uh, and um, his family because now they're separated and we're just praying for peace. So uh, let's pray for those Christians and for the country of Ukraine uh, on this day. Any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? If so, raise your hand. Yes, sir. Okay, so my ELA teacher, Miss Amy Rhodes, her uncle passed away this week, and her dad is in the ER right now. So please pray, pray for his, her dad and my teacher because she's having a really rough time right now. Well, we, we certainly will. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, yeah, we will be praying for your teacher going through a, a whole lot of stuff. Any other concerns? Yes, Sharon. Um, I want to thank everybody um, for all the cards and prayers and phone calls that I've gotten over the loss of my father. And um, I also want to let everybody who was there yesterday that my friend Linda is home and is okay. So that's a praise. Yeah, we're glad that Linda's, Linda's okay, and uh, it was a good service, and uh, so thank you for everyone who came and to support Sharon and her family. Any other concerns? Yes, in the back. I'm thankful to say that my sister is recovering slowly and will go into rehab this week. Awesome, awesome. Um, we're praying for that, and, and I'm glad she, she's moving to, to rehab. Any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? We want to um, lift up that uh, Bill may be coming home on Friday. Um, so pray for Gloria. Uh, and <laughs> I love Bill so much. Uh, Bill does have a roommate, so that was good, and he gets along with him. And 
And so Wally, if you're listening, If you don't know, his name is actually Wayne, but Bill calls him Wally, and so I'm going to go see Bill today, and sure enough, going in and say, hey, Wally, and I should behave, but no, not going to happen. Anyway, um, but we're so glad that, that Bill is doing better, and that he's doing all the things that he needs to do, so that, that is a praise. Any others? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for this day, for the joy of of your Son, who comes into this world with all of the things that are going on and still loves us enough to die for us, to shed his blood, to his body broken, because You see something in us that we don't. We are not worthy. And yet, through your grace, you have made us worthy. It's because of what you have done, not because of anything that we've done. Lord, we praise you. So, Lord, we hope that in this day, in the weeks and the months that we celebrate you each and every day, that we stand on your promise, your foundation that's been built, that is always true. So Lord, guide us through the power of your Holy Spirit so that others might see you. Lord, we pray for Aaron's teacher and the things that she's going through, the loss of loved ones and having her father in the ER. So Lord, we're praying uh, for comfort Lord, we're so glad that um, we had a chance to celebrate the life of Mick yesterday. And so be with Sharon uh, and the family as they go through a time of grieving, but also the joy of knowing that we will see Mick again. And Lord, we pray for the healing that is going on, whether it's our sister or, or friend, that they're good reports. Lord, we thank you for the recovery, for places of rehab. Lord, we pray for peace in the Ukraine. We pray for an understanding. But Lord, this is in your hands. And Lord, it gives us great comfort that when we pray, that you hear us. And Lord, help us to remember that it's not about our timing, it's about your timing. And that we never forget who we are and that we belong to you. So Lord, hear our praises, hear our concerns. And Lord, we lift this all up in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. In Christ's name, amen.
Good morning, everybody. Today's reading is from John 6, 25 through 40. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the, understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given us the seal of approval. They replied, we want to perform God's work too. What should we do? Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. They answered, show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. What can you do? After all, our ancestors ate manna. While they journeyed through the wilderness, the scripture says, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses did not, didn't give you the bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us the bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes with to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, though the Father has given me will to come, come to me, and I will never reject them. For I come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not even lose one of those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see in his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Have you, how many of you have been to uh, Shady Maple? So tell me, what do you think when you go to Shady Maple? Food. food. Too much food. Because what happens when we go to Shady Maple? We want to get our money's worth. And in doing so, we are going to eat. I have never left Shady Maple, feeling good about myself because I can barely get to the car. <laughs> because somehow, in, deep inside of us, we're like, we've, we spent, well, at the time, it was like $18 for breakfast, and we're going to get our $18 worth. So when I, actually, there's a little restaurant called the Dutchette, which is underneath, that you just pay for a regular meal, and... Every time I've left there, I've been satisfied. And so today, we're looking at a group of people who were satisfied but wanted more. So if you look at the chapter of, of John, what Jesus has actually done, he's fed the 5,000, the 5,000 men. It could have been 10, 15, 20,000 that he fed, but the people saw that. And in the story, it says that when the 
crowd ate. Everyone ate and they were satisfied. Think about that for just a moment. Two loaves, five fishes, broke, what was it, two fishes, five loaves. I had it earlier today. Well, two and five, anyway, multiplied. And there was stuff left over. And so they were, they were satisfied. And yet they wanted more. Can you imagine going to Shady Maple, eating, getting satisfied, and then going the next day to Shady Maple? And then the next day, and the next day. And you would never really be satisfied because the food that they wanted would be perishable. You're, you're never satisfied. If, so when I leave Shady Maple, the next day, wouldn't you be hungry? This is what the people were wanting. They, they were looking for Jesus. They were searching all over. And they wanted to know, how in the world did you get way over here? They missed the, the myth where Jesus walked on water. But they, they wanted to know, you know, when did you get here? How did you get here? Because now they're only thinking about themselves. They only are wanting, what, so what are you going to do today? You know, yesterday we had fish and bread. What are you going to feed us today? Is it... Something different. Is it something that we could like? You know, we had fish. Was there another something? And maybe instead of bread, do you have any like sourdough? Do you think anyone asked for sourdough or rye? And Jesus said to them, I know exactly what you're wanting. All you're wanting is for me to feed you again. And because you're thinking like this, guess what? You're going to be hungry tomorrow. You'll never be satisfied. But what I give you is that if you believe in me, I am the bread of life. And if you believe in me, you will never hunger or thirst again. And yet they, 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 they could only think about themselves. Okay, so... So could you give us that bread and that water that, so that we don't have to be ever hungry again? How often have we prayed that? Lord, I don't want to go through that grief again. Lord, I don't want anything bad to happen. I just want to be healed. I want to be wonderful. Maybe you've never had a mountaintop experience have you ever had that mountaintop experience? You're somewhere and it's wonderful and it's great and it's awesome. And like, God, I wish I could be here forever. And then what happens? We get bored. See, my, my place where I would like to go is the beach. Isn't the beach wonderful? But then you get sunburn or the sand gets everywhere or then... When I lived in Florida for, when I started in my ministry, realizing that the seasons never changed. It was always hot. If it only could be cold for a little bit, and then God had a sense of humor and brought me to Pennsylvania, and yes, I now know what cold is. 
But I'm, I was never satisfied. You would get to that point, and you're like, okay, I'm bored. What else, what else do you have for me, Lord? The people wanted to either be entertained or fed, and then just be happy, and not to do any of the work that God had asked them to do. Jesus says in Matthew 4.4, when Satan was trying to tempt him into turning stones into bread when Jesus was hungry, Jesus said, no, the scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus wanted the people to believe in him. They wanted He wanted them just the simple message of believing in him. And what the people ask, well, you know, we saw what you did yesterday. We saw how you fed all of us and there was food left over, but we would like another sign. We'd like another miracle. We'd like something else because we're sure that if you did something else, we would believe. And Jesus was like, so you saw that yesterday and you want another sign. In Mark 15:32 the chief priest said as Jesus is hanging on the cross let this messiah the king of Israel come down from the cross so that we can see it and believe in him. Just because we see one sign we sometimes want another sign. When we look back at the Samaritan woman, when Jesus approached her and said, hey, can I have some water? And and she starts this conversation, are you sure you want to talk to me? And then saying, if you only knew me, you'd be wanting water that would give life, that you would never be thirsty again. And the Samaritan woman, like this crowd that had followed Jesus, wanted something that they wouldn't have to be hungry, they wouldn't have to be thirsty. And what Jesus is saying to them, that the life that he was giving was eternal life. They wanted more proof, though. Jesus says, the person who comes to me will never grow hungry. The person who believes in me will never be thirsty. And yet, sometimes we're always asking, well, could you give me another sign? It wasn't enough that he multiplied the bread. They wanted more. And how often do we do that? How often do we start looking and go, God, you're so amazing. But is there something else you could do? Jesus is basically saying you have been living your life in service to yourself. Now serve God in believing in me. But sometimes, 
often we go, what else do you have for us? Years ago, I, I shared this when we were doing the, um, in our um, coffee shop theology, when we were doing the treasure principle. Uh, part of that is relying on God for all of your needs. And it seems simple. And I asked someone, they were like, well, you know what, we're going to start giving a tithe to the church. And this was years ago. And I said, well, try it for six months. And in their minds, if we give to the Lord our tithes, we're going to be blessed. But in their mind, they thought, well, if we give, then we're going to get what? Money. We're going to have all of this. We're going to get more and more of the material stuff. And after six months, they came to us and said, Pastor Charles, God didn't hold up his end of the bargain. We're not going to give anymore. And I was like, did you miss something? God has given you life. He's given you eternal life. And you have the audacity to say you want more? Actually, I was not as calm as I was. Okay, I, I'm working on it. But I, but I said, but... In the six months, you've had no disease, you've had a place to stay, you've had food, but you wanted more. You couldn't be satisfied with just eternal life. You wanted more and more. And don't we get like that? I know I do. And then I have to come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. We're asking for more and more signs of what God can do for us. And yet, what we need to be doing is, God, what can we do for you? What can we do for your glory? Yesterday, when Pastor Rob was speaking, he was talking about grace. That you can't earn it, you can't work for it. It's there because of God's love. And once we have received that grace, then out of a joyful heart, we should be wanting to do things for the Lord. So now you have to decide for yourself. You have to decide, okay, am I going to follow Christ? And if I do that, what's required? It's very simple. Believe. Just believe. When I was working on the series of sermons, we were, usually I get a call from Sam, and Sam will go, when are we doing communion? I said, well, we usually do it the first Sunday in January. And it was, we had to cancel. And then we were, we were talking about it, and then I said, okay, first Sunday in February, we'll do communion. And it turns out that God is wanting us to be a part of this because of what he's done. So as we do communion, this is the Lord's table. You do not have to be a member of this church. 
The only thing I ask is that you believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And for those who have not reached the age of accountability, the children, the table is open to them. And the reason why I do this is so that they will learn that Jesus loves them, that they're welcome at this table. And at some point, then they will believe in Jesus. But I hate, understand, I grew up Methodist. And as a United Methodist, we always came up to the table because we were always invited. So I want you to come up and and you're invited. So um, those who are going to help, if you'll come up and help assist me now. On the night that he was betrayed, Jesus took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after the meal was over, Jesus took the cup and he said, This is my blood which has been poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Drink this, all of you, and do this in remembrance of me. So before we start, I'm going um, to serve uh, the orchestra over here. And then once we are back, we're going to have two spots. So uh, this section over here will come down the middle. We will give you the bread and the... If I give you the bread, juice, then this would have to be here. Sorry, got to... No, it's got to, yeah. Just working it out. So come here and then uh, go down the the center aisle. And on that side, uh, you will be served um, by Sam and Brent. And then you'll take it and go down the middle and then come up. So let me...
So when you're ready...
Gracious Lord, we thank you for this gift of bread and of juice to remind us of your sacrifice, your body that was broken, the blood that was shed. And we do this in remembrance of all that you've done for us. Help us to live for you, to believe in you, to be guided by the Holy Spirit, and to praise you always. In Christ's name, amen. today, Lord. Help us to always stand on your promises that never fail. In Christ's name, and all of God's children said, amen.